Fake Show podcast is sponsored by Banger Brewing in downtown Las Vegas, the law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, Hash House A Go-Go, Brew City Brand Apparel, and by Mr. Antenna. Hello, I'm Blaine Edward. And I'm Antoine Mayweather. And, and welcome, welcome to Men on Films, the show that looks at movies from a male point of view. <laughs> First up is the box office smash, Total Recall. Yes, this is the movie where muscle-bound Arnold Schwarzenegger goes in search of his past. Just a hint, Arnold, try looking in the closet. <laughs> Next, we have Betsy's Wedding. Hey, Lynette. It's The Fake Show with Jim Tofty. That is David Allen Greer and Damon Wayans in a clip from In Living Color and their regular segment called Men on Film. Well, David Allen Greer is one of the funniest guys on television and film. He's also a Tony-nominated actor after appearing in numerous Broadway plays. Loved him in Jumanji, Crank Yankers, and of course the legendary In Living Color. Now he's doing another great sitcom called The Cool Kids with Martin Mull, Vicki Lawrence, and Leslie Jordan got him on the line right now in Los Angeles. David, good morning to you, sir. Hey, what's up? Congratulations on the cool kids. It is hysterical. I've seen every episode. Thank you very much. It being produced by Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny, I knew it was going to have, you know, a little bit of an edge, be a little bit twisted. Was it Charlie who approached you about this, or, or how did that work? Um, well, you know, I'd heard about the script. And it was definitely um, my uh, hope that um, because the uh, the subject matter was being handled by Charlie Day and his crew, that it would have a different take on it. And that's what attracted me to the uh, script. I mean, he was definitely the reason and uh, I wanted to go in and talk to these guys about it. I think Mark Mull and I uh, had meetings. We auditioned the same day because he came in right after me. So that was probably a good sign also for you, right, to see Martin Mull? It was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> right before I left, he goes, well, who else should we see? Can you recommend anyone? I was like, uh... The door was open as I was leaving. I said, this next dude, Martin Mull. <laughs> I said, Martin Mull's hilarious, and I love him. You had known Martin Mull for a while, too, right? That's that's what I was uh, hearing. Yeah, well, you know, I met him uh, when I was in high school in Detroit with my girlfriend at the time. Uh, he was really sweet to us. We sent him a note. <clears throat> there were, there's a place called the Pickford Shelby that had a club in the basement, and we were hanging out upstairs in this little cafeteria, and he came over and said hello to us. He was the first famous person I ever met, and I told him this story years ago when I was hosting Later, and Later was a show that used to be on that Greg Kinnear hosted. Right. Uh, a bunch of uh, Yeah, so I did a bunch of shows after Living Color, and he was one of my guests. And so from then on... We became friends. I own his art. He's a, a celebrated and amazing painter. Yeah. He started as a musician. So this is really his third career, um, uh, doing comedy and acting and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I remember him as far back as, what, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was so cool, and he was huge. We loved Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, and Fernwood Tonight. Those right. were the coolest shows yeah. when I was like in high school and a freshman in college. Forget about it. 
So you talk about the subject matter on your show, The Cool Kids. My mom has been in senior living for several years, and uh, having visited her so much, I, in many ways, it's kind of like high school, right? I mean, there's there's gossip and there are different, different cliques. Mm-hmm. Very, very gossipy, very clicky, and a lot of hooking up, but they just have different names. <laughs> oh, that's, that's Mrs. Johnson's church friend, you know. I'm like, what? Church? Yeah, that's her church friend. And, um, um, yeah, you got to get into the old people's talk. They hook it up. Yeah. So the rest of the cast, I mean, Leslie Jordan is just, uh, you know, I b- laugh out loud. Oh, yeah. Leslie, I, I never met Leslie, but I knew of his work. I, I'd seen him on Will and Grace. I'd seen him on uh, other shows. Uh, and he is naturally one of the funniest people I've ever met and worked with. And Vicki Lawrence, who everybody's grown up watching, man. Yes. I've never met her yeah. either. Both of them are really cool, really nice. Yeah, she's so polished and, and just has that dry sense of humor. It's It really works for you guys. I, do you remember getting the job on In Living Color? Because I knew that you were friends with uh, Damon Wayans before that. Well, Kim, Kim Wayans and I were really friends. And, you know, and I'd auditioned for it and talked to Keenan and all this stuff. But I went back, I moved back to New York and Kim Wayans called me and I turned it down, you know, a couple of times because I wanted to move back to New York. And I just didn't feel like it was a show I should do. I wasn't really a stand-up comedian at the time. I didn't have, you know, this um, bunch of uh, characters. Uh, and uh, so she called me and she talked me into it. She was like, I, you're making a really big mistake. I really think you should do this show. It's going to be a big hit, etc." And so I took the plunge and I, and I, I auditioned and met with everyone when they came to New York and got it, and the rest is what happened. I mean, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Did you know Jim Carrey was going to be become Jim Carrey? <laughs> you know, I mean... No, honestly, I remember I would tell Jim, I said, Jim, if I ever won the lottery, I'm giving you $5 million to do the movie of your dreams because I just thought he was too weird and too crazy, <laughs> but he would have to be crying. I mean, we would do crazy stuff for hours. We would make up the mating calls of wild animals that we named on the spot. Um, we would go through, he did this, he did this character called Colon Man, <laughs> Colon out of his soul behind and lassoed. He laughed to uh, bad guys. I would say, please, can you do a movie just for me? Just for me. When I went to the opening of Ace Ventura, I went to the opening. I sat next to him. Like, his publicist goes, look, I got a surprise. I'm going to sit you next to Jim. I was like, okay, great. Jim was so nervous. He was crawling out of his skin. So I said, listen, I'm going to do this for my friend. I'm going to laugh at every joke. Um, so he's comfortable and he's, you know, and he doesn't go nuts. So I'm watching this movie. I come out and I saw Chris Rock in the lobby and I said, Chris, this movie is so crazy, man. Who, who is going to see this? And he said, no one, David, but, uh, <laughs> it's good. Jim got his movie off. We're like, okay, well, this is our boy. 
whatever. No, I've never been more wrong. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's crazy and such a funny movie. In Living Color, I'm always wondering, I know it was before social media and all that stuff. How did the censors deal with you guys? Because you got away with a lot of edgy material. (laughs) I think because it was a sketch show, there were censors there. You know, and they would try and keep up, but we hit them with so much. Like when we did the Jamaican family, the Headleys, we were saying all these Jamaican curse words that the sisters sisters didn't know what we were saying. So back then, you had to call the station. You could write a letter or send a fax. So by the time the Jamaican viewers were like, do you realize what they're saying? You know, in these sketches, this is what this really means. They'd already aired like three sketches. You know, they'd already aired the sketch like three times. And we'd moved on to something else. So, uh, you know, that's that's how we got them. Once they figured out one thing we were saying, we were off to do other characters and do other stuff. And uh, always ahead of them. Well, knowing that now, I've got to go back and and look at those episodes. I'm sorry. The only thing that uh, may happen, I don't know if they went back and edited um, some of the sketches for rebroadcast, but originally that's how they went out. That's amazing. Is it true that you worked with one of your idols and a guy that I always thought was really funny, Dick Sean? Yes. I did one of the worst movies I ever did. It was called Beer. And it was about three average guys. I was the average black guy who are picked to star in a bunch of beer commercials. We become really famous media sensations. And there's an episode uh, in this movie, you know, there's a, a scene, rather, that we do with Dick Sean, and he comes on like the, um, like uh, Phil Donahue. And Dick Sean was, when I was a kid growing up in Detroit, Dick Sean was one of the funniest, craziest dudes I'd ever seen. Yeah. Especially back then. You know what I mean? Like, he would do stuff, he would come on, and everybody would sing to these pre-recorded tracks. Um, you know, and they would uh, uh, mind the words. And he would come in and do a complete um, thing. He would start singing with the song and then run out in the audience doing all kinds of crazy stuff. When we were kids, uh, he had me crying. So Dick Sean was in beer, and he was old <laughs> by then. He burst into the makeup trailer, and I remember he had a full head of snow white hair. Right. He was so cool. So full of energy, and I loved it, man. That was one of the best memories I have of being in this business, getting to work with him. Also, he was one of my idols who surpassed what I wanted him to be. You know what I mean? We always want these famous people that we look up to or artists to be a certain way. You want to be cool and uh, alive and, and still that He was all of that. For people who don't know what we're talking about, just go back and watch It's a Mad, 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 Mad World to see the craziness there. Oh, God. And and the producers? He was, yeah. And, you know, his appearances on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson were also just total craziness. I thought it was funny what you said in a recent interview about your uh, 10-year-old daughter that she hates your beard that you wear for the cool kids and that she's basically an a- she's an ageist. <laughs> yes, yes. You look old like a grandpa. Shave it <laughs> off. I don't like she's very very opinionated. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, she gets away with a lot, too, because she's the daughter. She, she is, but I said, look, you better love this beard. This beard is paying for everything. That'll <laughs> scooter. 
private school, all of that. Well, I know you've got to go. David Allen Greer stars in The Cool Kids. It's Fridays on Fox. A pleasure talking to you, David, and, and good luck with this show. I love it. Thank you. It was nice talking to you, too. All right, buddy. Take care. You know, I thought it was incredible how he didn't get Jim Carrey's movie Ace Ventura right away and was just being polite laughing at it. Also completely surprised that one of his idols was the late great Dick Sean. Well, that is the end of this episode of The Fake Show. I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you back here next time. Listen to The Fake Show on SoundCloud and get alerts when there are new episodes.